I mean, when the song is playing, I'm just not really sure when to chime in, right? You're just supposed to let it go a little bit. Just a little bit. You want I to guess. have it breathe. Well, the bump was ordered by Brian Goddard, of course, for <laughs> Tim Sheehy, our weekly segment and our, our look at the Milwaukee and Wisconsin economy, president of the MMAC. Greetings, Tim. Thank you. Uh, and, and, and some good news, right? I mean, the timing of your visit here is, is poignant, given that uh, we've got progress here in the Brewer Stadium funding deal. Can you break it down for us? Because sure. there was an initial proposal. It was tweaked and modified by Republicans. It's gone to vote. There's more steps in the process. I guess it could still be tweaked. Uh, but where do we stand now? Who's on the hook for what in terms of funding the improvements to the stadium? So where we stand right now is the Assembly passed 6927, uh, I think, Yesterday, there were 23 Democrats that voted for the bill, 22 actually, that voted for the bill. So it's one of those unique bills in a very polarized uh, setting that has bipartisan support. Um, And that support moves the bill to the Senate. The Senate's going to hold a hearing. I'm sure they'll amend the bill. And then hopefully it'll come back and we'll get concurrence in the Assembly. um, And it'll move forward. So I would say we're um, rounding second on our way to third. Um, and the package has taken now into an account uh, the concerns that the mayor and county executive have. They're on board for it. And I can't tell you the last time I saw a press release that included the minority leader, Greta Neubauer, and uh, Speaker Voss both praising a bill. So does this include the winterization of of the stadium and Looking ahead, or at least a, a proposal, looking into the idea of building out the space uh, in a in a portion of the parking lot surrounding the stadium. Yeah, it does include twenty five million for the winterization of the facility, and it includes a working group that would look at potentially developing some of the land uh, around American Family Field. Um, it also includes. Um, a reduced payment for the city and county. So all those things are what I think help detract bipartisan support. So this has changed considerably since Governor Evers proposed it. Do you see it changing considerably now it's gone to the Senate or just a little tweak here and there? I, I think some tweaks uh, in, in the Senate. I don't see it changing considerably. And the big change, is, as you identified, between the governor and the legislature is the governor put the money up front. The legislature is going to pay as they go using the income tax from the players. So that's really the big change between the governor's proposal and where it sits now. Uh, there was a poll that was uh, it brought to our attention a couple of days ago. Dan Adams for Milwaukee Works, Inc., uh, indicated that there were roughly 71% of Wisconsin voters who overwhelmingly oppose a stadium subsidy on a bipartisan basis, which is to suggest only 29% of voters support using tax money for a stadium subsidy. What have the results of your polls yielded in terms of results, and what do you make of the poll conducted by Dan Adams of Milwaukee Works? Sure. When any of us, your listeners included, look at a poll, the first thing you want to understand is who paid for it. So our poll, we paid for it. We're unabashedly in support of a stadium. So you want to look at the questions from that end. Um, And I don't know who paid for Dan's poll, so I don't know kind of where they were trying to go with it. But one of the questions in his poll that jumped out is, you know, would you support money for the Brewers or would you rather have it go to education, infrastructure or something else? 
And so that's kind of a misleading question because we're not taking money from something else for the brewers. It's a bit like asking a drowning man, do you want a life preserver or a popsicle? You know, 100% of the time you're going to get the response, I want the life preserver. I like a popsicle, but I want the life preserver. And so I, I think you got to look at the questions in a poll. This is clearly across the state has a mixed bag. But again, I look now at, at a mayor uh, a county executive, both Democrats. I look at the Republicans. This really has cross support. And so there has to be support across the state if elected officials are looking at it this way. I live in Waukesha County. Brian lives in Ozaukee County. We know there is roughly $200 million committed for those who live in Milwaukee County uh, to help fund the proposal. What will Brian and I, as citizens, Wisconsin voters who live outside of Milwaukee County, be contributing? You won't be what you'll be contributing is the sales tax revenue based on what you spend in Milwaukee County. And the city and Milwaukee counties actually, their contribution is now down to 135 million from 200 million. But the revenue that's going to be raised uh, in, in part comes from the sales tax, and that comes from the spending of all the fans that come from both the surrounding counties and outstate here to a ball game, and they're taxed in the ball game. They pay a sales tax on what they buy in the ballpark and what they spend um, around the ballpark. So that's how you'll be contributing to it. So the five counties were initially, when they built Miller Park, uh, why was that not included this time? Did they just decided to do Milwaukee? Yeah, we always say politics is uh, not the art of the perfect, it's the art of the possible. <laughs> uh, and so I don't think there was an appetite to do that. Um, th- and, and so there was not a regional sales tax that's been retired, although there still is $80 million in the district that's been collected throughout um, the five-county area for the sales tax. But if you go back and look at this, the, over the last 22 years, there's been $609 million contributed to funding Miller Park and making the capital improvements. Half of that has come from Milwaukee County alone. You know, Tim, detractors of of the funding plan are saying, well, why can't the brewers pay more? Why are we paying more than the brewers as taxpayers? Is that a valid argument? It, it, it is, and there's always a discussion about how much is enough. The brewers are putting in $100 million dollars smallest mark in, in, in Major League Baseball. Um, economics are working against us here to have a team. You know, whether that's fair or not is up to somebody's judgment, but that's what's moving the bill through the legislature um, as it stands now. Others will say there's a $7 billion surplus. Why are we paying anything? Yeah, and it's a really good question, and that's why the governor decided to put the money up front. But you can't compare the 290 the governor's putting up front with a $411 million that's going in. Because that 290 would have generated revenue and the state wouldn't have had it for 20 years. On this pay-as-you-go model, they're basically taking the income tax that's paid every year by the players and contributing it to the ballpark. So you're not losing the $290 million in the interest. It's like, you know, I've got it in my bank account, now I'm going to take it out. Well, you're going to lose interest for 20 years on it. It's not just $290 million. So Besides the winterization... What will fans, will they notice any big changes or is this a, a, a payment or a, it's a big amount of money? It is. I mean, the stadium cost $400 million to build back in the day. It's much more now. Uh, will they see any big changes in the stadium or is this a long-term maintenance program? Yeah, the well, you're going to see both. I mean, I don't know how closely the fans will see improvements in escalators and signage and things like that. But starting next year, you're going to notice a brand new um, uh, scoreboard, video board. Um, a, a, a new sound. So you're going to see some improvements. But I think the most important thing for us to recognize is most stadiums at this age are getting rebuilt, $1.7, $1.8 billion. 
we're going to be we're going to have a team playing in the same stadium for 50 years. Mm-hmm. And so it's really more fiscally efficient if you want to look at it that way to maintain uh, Amfam Field the way it is rather than build a new stadium. But it's not crumbling. My, my, it's not crumbling. My son saw this and he's like, that's a lot of money. Is the stadium falling apart? And I'm like, because I, rem- I grew up with County Stadium. I remember right. that. That was falling apart at the end. It's not that. It's we're trying to keep this modern. It's, it's why we've made the investment to get to the point where we don't have to build a new one. And this will help ensure that over the next 27 years, this stays in as good a shape as it is today. Tim, before we let you go, can do you have a better clarity on the timeline now? What What is yesterday's vote turn the dial to? Like, where do we right. go next, and in, in, in what's ultimately going to happen here in terms of timing? Yeah, great question. So the Senate has a hearing, um, I believe, next week uh, on the bill, and then I think the goal is to bring this to the floor probably in, in early November. So I think we're within 60 days uh, of a window of trying to get the Senate to pass it. Uh, and then go back to the assembly, and then they reconcile their differences, and the governor has a bill to sign. Very interesting stuff. I know there's some changes at the MMAC. We'll talk more about those uh, in our discussion next week. Thank you so much for your time. The the stadium stuff is so interesting, and I know it's a a, a thing that many people want to hear about, uh, but I appreciate you breaking it down, too, uh, after there have been a couple of tweaks to the uh, initial proposal. Yeah, always happy to do so. Appreciate it. Tim Sheehy joining us today from the MMAC.